This episode of Boss Rush After Dark is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to learn how to support our family of podcasts, head over to patreon.com slash Media or search for us on the Patreon app on your smart device. Thanks for helping us build something better. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Boss Rush After Dark, the alternative podcast show for the Boss Rush Network. It's your host, LeBron Dawkins here. And back with me, as always, are my wonderful colleagues, uh, the one, the only, Stephanie Klimov. Hey. Hello, friend. Good evening. Hey, I, I know you're still under the weather, but, you know, thank you for toughening it out. Thanks. Thank you. Three yeah. motherfucking weeks. Three <laughs> weeks. Been there. I I really I, I really hope, like, you... you uh, do you feel like you're over the hump yet, no. or or no? It's just different. Jesus. And, and I just quick, I you know, I, I'm not sure if I updated you, but I went to urgent care today because I'm like, I'm getting prednisone. That's the only thing. And that nurse was like, mm, Well, you're not wheezing enough. And I str- I bit my tongue. I wanted to pull my pharmacist card. I'm like, Listen, I am the king of all drugs. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I want prednisone. Give me fucking prednisone. I am not asking for oxy. I'm not asking for Ativan. I'm not asking for antibiotic. Like, I'm not asking for shit that people are like trying to get on purpose. I just want some like two cents. Dirt cheap prednisone, okay. Walter White, when, when the pharmaceuticals over here. When the when the when the when the pharmacist turns into the customer, she cannot stand. But it's okay. I again, I internalized my anger. <laughs> Are you sure? Because you sounded pretty angry just now. Well, <laughs> not to her. Anyway, it's the aftermath. And, and as always, by and as always by our side is the one is is the master Corey Deering himself. Hello, happy to be here. I'm happy to talk jobs, drugs, and rock and roll. Well, I mean, I mean, speaking of drugs, are you are you finally all better now? Because like you've been nursing, you've been nursing like bronchitis since like since like Thanksgiving. I know. Uh, as of, I, I think so. I still have like this. So I'm back to the normal. I had COVID seven, eight months ago, kind of lingering cough thing going on, but I think the the bronchitis stuff is over. So wait, so you're so you're literally telling me that you've had long COVID for like for like over half a year since, now? Since June. I've been coughing like not like super hard, but just like a <coughs> like that kind of thing. Like since June. My my one and only COVID thing is that I still have to take a nap in the middle of the day. Like um like yeah. Like as soon as the Nintendo Direct was over, like I I got on the bed, took a nap for for like for for however long it took for Metroid Prime uh, to like download, and then I was back up and was playing. <laughs> yeah, the thing too is is like I still can't like smell or taste things correctly. Like oh my I, god, my my salt and pepper uh, intake has probably tripled since I had COVID because I can't really like taste things watch your, watch your blood pressure brother watch I know. it it's good i got it checked out twice okay my blood pressure is good i went to the okay. doctor for a checkup after i had covid it was fine and then when i went to get drugs for my terrible habit uh okay. of coughing uh hey, I we, got only, it we only tell you these things because we love you yeah 
All right, and and joining us tonight is a is a special guest. Uh, to you know, um, I'm going to botch like any introduction I give him, so I just want to go ahead and welcome to the show, uh, Chase Bathia, uh, who's a composer and te a technical audio designer in the wonderful realm of video gaming. So, hello, Chase. How's it going? Good, Ron. How are you? Hey, everyone <sighs> else, what's going on? What's going on? Oh, going oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, uh, man. Chase is Chase is so cool, man. Like we I just, know. I mean, we spoilers. We record after dark, right after the Boss Rush podcast. So he's <laughs> on an episode of the Boss Rush podcast that's coming up. But like, man, the things that you do, so cool. It's so cool. Thank you. We're we're, we're we're making you an honorary rushy. We're, yeah. we're we're making you an honorary <laughs> rushy here. Yeah, we're gonna give you. We're, you'll be getting a sticker in the mail that you know. I don't know. Sticker in a pin. I'll wear yeah. that with honor when I do my talk at GDC this year. Let them know. I want a, <laughs> I want a sticker. How come I didn't get a sticker? Lame. Speaking of stickers, this Stephanie, is... guess who appealed our our tea, our tea public? You did. Did you get again. a response? Not yet, but okay. they angered me. And there's no other store that is like, you know, worth half its yeah. weight in quality. But. Mm. Side side ta tangent, Chase. We try to we have a store on Redbubble, but like the quality is not very good mm -hmm. on some of the stuff. Yeah. So we went to Teespring, and the yeah. quality the quality is great, but they said that our Boss Rush Media vertical logo, the BRM vertical logo, infringed on a copyright claim on the Atari logo, <laughs> and so they shut down our store. What? Yeah. And so mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, what is going on here? Have you heard of Printify? No. Printify. I, no. I found out about this through another thing that I went listening to. And out of this whole thing that I listened to about that I'd got nothing from, Printify came up and I was like, oh, what's that? So I thought I'd share what it is in terms of like an op an option of something that might be helpful to you all. Ooh. Oh, thanks. Oh, okay. Oh, mm -hmm. No. This this is now starred, so I can look at that in the future. <laughs> uh, so. All right. So so just uh just to get out there real quickly, Chase, uh just uh just give our uh just just give our listeners and, and, and our and our viewers uh just a real quick rundown of, of yourself. Sure. So I know um, this, is, this is like what, like the fourth time you've done this for, for Boss Rush now. <laughs> yeah, it's OK. I love it. So I'm Chase Bethia. I'm a professional video game composer and technical audio designer. I've been working in the industry for 12 years. January marked my 12th year in the industry doing games, music for games. And I've shipped about 21 games in that time. I specialize in working specifically with interactive and dynamic music. So tying to specific mechanics and all small insight to a talk I'm giving at GDC is just how I've worked with different programmers to align music systems that work with just changing the items versus changing the area. So little nuances like that or building something whereas in a fighting game where the music is seamless from the menu screen to the victory screen, whereas you, you can't tell what's if it's a different track or not. And so so I really enjoy what I do. It's pa I'm passionate about it. I've been playing games since I was six years old. I own about 800 physical copies of games. So this is specifically my my world, my space, my love. Wow, that I, man! Every it, time he it, it, it's, it's he does, it's he, never, makes, he sounds way smarter than I will ever sound 
ever. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and it's and it's, and it never and it never gets less impressive when he says how many physical copies of games he has. Because I'm sitting here like, man, like I I can't even fathom like having that much that much stuff. But yeah. see, y'all have lovely PS5s. I don't have that yet. I need to get a Steam Deck, <laughs> PS5, oh, and Xbox. Have mine. I don't play mine. See, I I <laughs> need to get, I need to get my Steam. De- I need to get a Steam Deck. Uh, <laughs> I need my MetaQuest things. I got games to write for and stuff. I'm actually writing music for a CPC Amstrad right now, which I never thought I'd be writing. Which is, if you're not familiar, it's a ZX Spectrum or a Commodore 64 competitor, oh. and it's in the in tracker form, which is what composers like Jesper Kud, if you're not familiar, who wrote for Hitman and Assassin's Creed, he used that type of music software back in the day when he, we got Sega fans in here. So it's the terror, Subterranea on Sega Genesis was that style. So it's the gamut just runs really large in those specs. It's really cool. If you want to be a Patreon producer, head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash Media, and find out which tier is right for you. Our Patreon producers at the $5 tier or higher for this month are Adriel Munger, Austin Campbell, Celeste Roberts, Christian S., Sana Deer, Francisco Santillan, and Rebecca Drew. Thank you for your continued support. Um, all right, so just 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 give everybody a heads up, like uh, like just uh, check the show notes, you know, um, at, at the end of the uh, the end of the recording stuff like that. Uh, you'll find all the all the links, all the socials, and everything on how to get in contact with everybody here in the show tonight. And we're just gonna go ahead and just get started and roll right on into our first topic tonight. Um, so I'm submitting this as a topic because like this happens to me all day in and day out, honestly. Like I. Let's talk about our first world problems or better yet, our, the small things that happen to you that are just become like the major inconveniences to you for the rest of your freaking day and stuff like that. You know, like, like you when know, a like school you, bus pulls out in front of you when yes. you have to slam on your brakes and there's literally nobody else behind you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that happens to me yes. at least twice a day. Stuff like that, or you know, you're folding a la- you're folding your laundry, and you know, and you know, you had an even number of socks going in, but for some strange reason, now you're missing a sock. I have that. I have a story to tell you. Okay, so, so, I I love my wife dearly. I love her to death. Okay. <laughs> oh no! Here we go. I love her to death. He's, he's coming. He's so, coming for the wife. <laughs> no, so I'm one of those people that like I actually really like to do my own laundry. So like I will do it on the weekends, like. You know, when like my son is napping and my wife's working on something or something, whatever. So lately she's been doing the laundry during the week while I'm at work and she'll like mm-hmm. do my clothes. Right. And I'm like, well, I, I get that's OK. OK. But then <laughs> but but then I started like getting my socks out of my drawer and stuff. And I notice that they don't match. They're just like the white socks are with the white socks and the black socks are with the black socks, but they don't match. They're not like the same sock. They're not the same, the same style of sock, basically. Yeah. yeah. So the other day I was like, oh my gosh, I got to fix this. So I pull all the socks out of the drawer and I'm like matching them back up. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, none of the socks match. She's like, they're socks. I'm like, you don't understand. You don't understand. This, this sock is an Under Armour sock. It is an Under Armour no-show <laughs> sock. It needs to go with the other Under Armour no-show sock. This one has a light, light rim around the top of the sock, 
this other one had a light rim. These are my work socks because I don't want my work shoes to rub up against my feet. So, you know, it's just, it got really weird. And I understand that the deeper I go with the story, it sounds even weirder, but like socks no, got no, to no. match. Like, I understand, like, if you want to have like the cool long socks, right? Like you can have mismatching socks. And I know that's a thing, but like, if they're like no shows or like just like basic socks, they got, they got to match. They got to go together. You know. No, no, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of triggered. Uh, my OCD is triggered by that stuff too, because like I, I feel like, I feel like we're, it's like the first level of hell when like people are just like wearing mismatched socks all the damn time and stuff like that. It's, 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 it's a thing that, you, you know how like some people they 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 get visibly upset. You know, the, the, if if you see people eating Kit Kat bars and they're not breaking them, you know, individually, oh and they're just like, eating the whole bar. But what are you even doing with your things? life? because i'm 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 literally one of those people like you know if if this is the if it's a kit kat minis like i'll just go ahead and just bite those like they're like they're a candy bar or whatnot but you know like if it's like the regular kit kats or the, or the king size yeah i'm breaking them off one at a time and stuff like that but you know i i know people it doesn't matter like they 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 will get they will they will get all sorts of butt hurt <laughs> real fast you know another thing that bothers me is that okay so i have to ask this question when you pour a bowl of cereal not that I mean, you guys are all in boat way better not, than I am. Please I, don't ask if if milk goes in the bowl first. Please don't ask. Are you that are you a cereal first guy or a milk first person? Cereal first. Cereal first. Cereal first. <laughs> My wife is a milk first person. You well, I gotta ratio. I gotta ration how much milk because I don't want them yeah, to be exactly. soggy before. Yeah. And depending on what cereal is like, is it Captain Crunch? Is it shredded wheat? Is it cocoa? Yeah, Puffs? you have to have that milk to, that milk to cereal ratio because ratio, yeah. because some type of cereals call for more milk than others. Yeah, tricks. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. Like, and then like if you have something like Life, you don't want as much milk in there because like yeah. then the the, the life gets soggy and life gets yeah. sucked out of it. Yeah, yeah. Like any gets... like any chocolate any chocolate cereal like it automatically is getting less milk than like the other cereal dude because like I want that really good like chocolate milk you know at the end of it. At the end, yeah, yeah. Man, honeycomb, yeah, <laughs> honeycomb. Corey's wife is triggering like his triggering all his like ticks oh, <laughs> like every day at the house. It's like, do you park the car and? In reverse, or do you pull up in the driveway? Oh, That's okay. In my in my own driveway. This was in a, my this own was driveway. A funny I just threw it out there. I didn't mean any. I was not being serious about this at all. I was just an example. Uh, no, in my own driveway, the car is in reverse. Look. <laughs> Most other places I go, like it's usually I just park, pull, pull right in. You know. Yeah. So I, I'm sure there's like a thousand things that I do that that my wife hates, but like that that was like those are like the two things I just look. I'm just like. Don't do my. I'm not saying game. anything because I have to go to work and I I don't really feel like don't arguing. Have any socks. To to work, but what are you doing? <laughs> I'm late for work. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! A lot of no, things yeah. that just get under my skin are just me needing to mind my own business, though. Because speaking of parking, it's when I see someone park like a jerk, where it I almost let it ruin my day. Like someone parks over the line, like really egregiously i need to start like getting these uh, business cards or stickers and be like thanks for parking like an asshole like i really feel like i, <laughs> I have to stay my peace it's the same thing and i know this is obnoxious so, like i at least acknowledge it's, it's obnoxious and i don't act out on it but i'm cursing in my head is when i go out of my way to be courteous when i'm driving for example and i let someone go 
I was raised to say thank you in some way, a gesture. Like when someone does not say thank you, I'd be like, "You're welcome, you motherfucker!" Like I just, <laughs> I, I, flip, I flip them off like underneath the wheel because I'm too much of a a wuss to actually really flip them off. But it it actually b- bothers me and kind of semi ruins my day. I'm like, what? Not manners. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Not man. manners. Yeah, manners maketh man and woman no for sure i definitely concur with this a lot because it happens in grocery stores where you typically hear someone's like hogging the, the the aisle or they want it there and they don't know they say excuse me and then they walk up front of you and grab something and like what the fuck yeah. are you doing like i'm standing here bitch <laughs> <laughs> no speaking speaking of things speaking of things that really just like just like damage my calm at the grocery store People who are inept at the self-checkout, <laughs> like they don't know how to properly scan their shit or they don't know how to put it in the damn bagging area Where properly. Where they go with alcohol. It's, <laughs> it's like if you have something that needs an ID, just go to a regular checkout line. Yeah, you know. You're going to have to stand there like the old days. Sorry. Yeah, I'm like, it, bitch, it, do, you, do you see this line back here? You, you, you decide you want to get seven bottles of wine with nine people standing behind you waiting to use the damn self-checkout. And we've all got like three items. And it's, and it's not just the self-checkout, too. Like when you get to the when you even when you're at like a regular checkout and somebody's fumbling with their debit card like they've never seen a plastic card before it's like it's the same machine in every single gas station and grocery store and restaurant just put the thing in and if you don't have a chip slide it like let me let me one up let me one up you right there because there are still people who write goddamn checks at the fucking grocery store and i'm like and i'm like patty if you don't get the fuck out of the damn line and you're gonna balance your damn checkbook at the same damn time while we're up here waiting come yeah, on don't was... forget the rebates <laughs> <laughs> oh even worse though even one, one more thing about checkout lines and i'm gonna let it go even worse is when is when like you know like somebody you, you stand behind lines that you had a full cart full of stuff right and they pay for it and everything the the cashier hands in the receipt and then they study the fuck out of the receipt they don't, they don't they don't move they study the fuck out of the receipt right there at the <laughs> line it's like it's like hey at least get at least get to the edge of the aisle and do that you know you know yeah. I'll, I'll be happy like if you find a discrepancy i'll be happy to like pause what i'm doing so, so you can talk to the cashier or yeah. even go take yourself to the customer service desk you know? <laughs> it's so true i was just grocery shopping the other day and this guy got his i don't know what he was waiting for and where i'm at they got like a a, 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 a trader yo's so i was waiting that you know those lines are kind of small so he, yeah he was, guy gave him his receipt and was done and i'm thinking it's always like when you're at the car wash we're like are you gonna move are you are you, are you waiting for your car to dry are you, are you gonna move I've, i gotta bag my stuff i don't know who's are you gonna bag my stuff move like mm-hmm. fuck out of here <laughs> like, yes. what are you doing <laughs> yeah oh my god there's i can't stand i can't stand when like i'm in stores and like and like the person in front of me is walking like 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 half a mile an hour <laughs> and, and and it's and it's a group of people so it's like it's a group of people like three wide and you can't get around them in the aisle and stuff and you just... or or like when you go to when you go to aldi and like like it's like literally like a like a snake like you have to go one way this way and then one yeah, way behind yes. you. And then somebody and like the aisles aren't really wide enough for two people like two people and carts so like you kind of have to wait and then the line behind you starts piling up and then you get like there's too many people around me. You guys just 
move. I got I got I I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. Get out. Get away from me. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. For real. Like, like, look, if I wasn't married and I didn't have kids, like I would be using apps and having food delivered to me and I would never touch another grocery store again. But, you know, whatever. It's fine. So. <laughs> God, I could go on about this. I know. Like, like this is this is my topic from last week because I just really um, <laughs> I just on. really need to. Uh... We're going to your, your door dash came. That's what it was, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dinner was like, oh, uh, <laughs> oh man i'm hungry man i so i've been like trying to eat better this whole year and i'm doing pretty good but man except for that gigantic burrito that you had that i heard you uh that ingested on Nintendo here's Cowboy. the thing i get one meal on saturdays okay that's mm. the rule mm-hmm. and that was what i picked and it was delicious okay. so you know what speaking of speaking of things that inconvenience you um Whenever, like, then this happened just last week, just last weekend, actually. Uh, go to Chipotle, go to Chipotle, got got myself a nice, a nice bowl and everything. Was a little, was a little upset that they didn't have like pinto beans, you know? Like, I it was, it was a random, it was a random time when I wanted pinto beans instead of black beans. They didn't have and stuff like that. They didn't have damn chips. What? <laughs> they didn't have damn <laughs> chips. <laughs> you run out of and chips I a lot. You, I kid you not. If they had not made my bowl, I would not have. I I would not have. I I would have left the store without getting anything there. If they if they had not already made my bowl, I would have, I would have been done because mm. that was the main reason why I went to Chipotle. You know, well actually no, I went to Chipotle to get a meal, but at the same time, like I always get chips. <laughs> I always get chips when, when I'm at Chipotle, and and they did not have them. And I was like, you dirty motherfuckers, y'all should <laughs> y'all, y'all didn't have a sign chips? up. Any- yeah, I didn't have a sign up anywhere. And you know, and the sad part is, like, you know, they have tons of they have tons of like burritos and stuff like that. All they gotta do chips. is just hack them bastards up and throw them in the fryer real fast. You got yeah. damn chips. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Cut them flowers up, put them in the yeah. fryer. I'm like, why do I have to go to the lazy ass Chipotle for dinner tonight? You <laughs> just you just totally reminded me of something that really annoys me. And it happens in this area in particular more often than not, is when I go to the gas station to either get something or get gas or whatever and like the pumps the pump uh atm the pump thing is broken so you have to go inside and wait and like there's a gas station that like i go to because it's on the way to work and Uh the 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 pump card slider things are always broken so i always have to so i just started going inside just because like i want to avoid that might be saving you scamming I know. I, I thought, <laughs> yeah. about, I thought yeah. about that too. I thought about that too. But like, at this particular gas station, it's a, it's a Circle K, really close to where I work. Oh, shit. Dude, people go in there and they're like, they take their McDonald's in and they're sitting there eating McDonald's while they're standing in line and like drinking this big, probably diet Pepsi to go with their McDonald's, right? Like, because it's just like. Why are you eating in line, dude? Couldn't you have stopped here first before you went to McDonald's? Like, they don't got time. What? what? <laughs> they don't got time. <laughs> but don't I, got time. it's just like, why? Why are you? Why are you doing that? Like, and then like, it's not like you're in line long enough to like finish, you know? <laughs> so like, <laughs> why don't you just leave it? Just wait. Yeah. Just leave it in your car, and then go back and eat it when you're done paying for whatever you're buying in here. I know you're. Yeah. I know you're buying those Marlboro Reds or that you know that dip or that whatever you stick it in your mouth right now. But like, <laughs> oh, did they open it before they paid for it too? Oh yeah. damn! 
I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, that, you know, I don't know. That doesn't so much bother me as the fact that I was like, whoa, like the balls on this person right now. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm pay for it. I'm a eat it right here yeah it's like the it's like the too. people in the grocery stores too that like open the chips and they're eating the chips while they're shopping and then they're like oh i bought these chips too mm, pay for these you know hold on just to add on to the whole gasket thing one thing that really sets me off is like when you get when you go to the pump and and they don't have the little latch thing so, they, so it pumps itself and it's like oh my god i gotta stand here and hold this damn thing oh yeah because like the clicky thing We're is just like a winner right now mm-hmm. Yeah, oh my gosh, that's the worst too. That's why there's there's like a there's a gas station like right around the corner from my house that I refuse to go to for that specific reason because none, none of their none their pumps had the latch thing. No, they have the latch thing. It's just they've been used so much that they unclick themselves after like three seconds because they're so used. And I'm like, I I can't. I will go out of my way to go get gas to, to avoid this catastrophe of a problem <laughs> it's so interesting it's actually some i remember someone i learned that if you're actually getting more if you hold the handle rather than the latch because the latch doesn't give you the the oh really gallons like it's, yeah. it's, not, it's, not, it's like it's not it's not yeah, the valve's it, not open all the way right so you're worth, you're getting less gas with the, <laughs> it's like, like look like, i got beef with that. the gas station over here i got chicken with over the gas station over here pork isn't serving in the gas station over there we're not having this <laughs> oh my god yeah i like i like how we had this like really nice kind of sort of sophisticated conversation at the beginning of the night of recording and then it's just devolved into terrible gas station shit storms. <laughs> like, gas station shit storms <laughs> stephanie do you, do you have another one you want to throw out or should we move on to our next topic <laughs> i i mean like i i do have like a more of a first world problem it's just not as funny like for example you know, my son had to have a dentist appointment and he was late for school and the the school's like, well, you need to have a doctor's note to have an excused tardy. So I call the dentist's office to have them fax it. Guess what? The school like doesn't have a working fax number. It broke or quote unquote or whatever. So I had to go call the dentist back and said, their fax don't work. Can you please email to them? Oh, well, the email, uh, the file comes out blank. I'm like, are you freaking serious? So I had to drive two towns over to pick up a physical piece of paper that they had to print out, take a picture of it, and then email the school just so my son can have an excuse, uh, um, excuse tardy. So I know it's not as funny, mm, but it's like... That's the worst. That sounds terrible. I would I would have just did the balancing act. Like, how many unexcused absences, uh, tardies or absences that he had this, you know, this quarter? Yeah. It, it, you know, if this is the first one, then dude, just gotta roll with this one. <laughs> sounds like the worst Skyrim's quest of... Our time, <laughs> pretty much. All right, well, that was a fun topic. Oh man! <laughs> All right, so this this one will be quick, uh, and then we'll we'll get out of here. But uh, it's it's kind of a similar topic, but like probably equally as funny. Uh, maybe don't want to assume things, but like you know, the terrible jobs we've all had the those terrible jobs, right? That, you know, Mm. Oh my gosh, what are you doing? Uh, like, you know, before my current job, uh, definitely later on, you know, uh, not only was I working (laughs) that job, uh, but I was also working two other side jobs to try to like, you know, do, you know, live, uh, comfortably, I would say. 
uh not that we were in bad shape but like you know you know how like when you have that one job where you're like i'm living comfortably if i don't spend any extra money yeah well that that doesn't work for me so you know uh but yeah especially like towards the end of my time there and by end i mean the last like almost a year pretty much during like the pandemic and afterwards uh i used to work at a car dealership and when the pandemic hit like everybody quit and because they can collect unemployment and make like triple the money uh and um you know i we needed benefits which was you know we had a kid uh and we just we needed benefits we needed that income and you know i did what you know people should probably do to take care of their families uh and so when everybody quit i ended up taking the the job was kind of divided into like three separate shifts where like there was like the early shift the normal day shift and then like the you have to stay till close shift so like the early person would get there at five o'clock in the morning uh in this shipping department and kind of get everything scanned in and situated the second person would come in and like finish helping scan and then load this big box truck and then the third person would come in like at like nine and take the truck the box truck up to the warehouse well when the pandemic hit and after that it was just me and so i would work from i would get there at 4 30 in the morning and work until 6 30 at night monday through friday and then on Saturday, I would go in at 4.30 and stay until 1. And then after that, you know, we were we were still doing this, what we're doing now. Plus, like, I was working a side graphic design job, and I was trying to do all these other side things to try to, like, have a little bit of extra money. Um, so that was a terrible job. And not that the, I mean, not that the, like, the people were terrible. Not that the job was, like, bad, bad, but, like, that was just, like, a bad experience. within this job Uh, so yeah that was fun and I thought I was like (laughs) I don't know LaRon how would you explain my life uh, presenting my life at that point (laughs) I I feel bad for you let's just put it that way I was like I was like man like 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 okay and like so like in the in the black community like like man you had more jobs in the Jamaican (laughs) <laughs> at that point <laughs> uh, <laughs> the jobs, man. <laughs> at least at least it's not as bad as like we know you have a job but we don't know what you do we don't know how you're making your money <laughs> yeah it's fair i guess oh, yeah no i've no i feel I, I feel like i celebrated better than better than you did when you got this job, I, I feel yeah. like I feel like I was the one that like celebrated. Uh, you know, I mean, I think I think everybody, I think everybody did. <laughs> Dude, my state of mind at the at the end of that last job was like, I just thought, I don't know, I didn't like. My whole life was just on autopilot at that point. You know, like, okay, well, I have to get up at four thirty, or I have to get up at four to be there at four thirty. You know, and like my whole life was just on autopilot and like I literally had like, okay, I'm driving home now. I have to eat dinner. I have to put my kids to bed. 
okay, I guess I'll prep for this podcast that we're doing here tonight. And then oh, yeah, try to yeah. like, oh, try to like, you know, Oof. and then like the time, the part, the part that really killed me is when we did boss rush at night for E3 that year. Oh, yeah. Mm. And we did, we were like, yeah, let's live stream. Let's live stream every night and talk about all the press conferences and every episode ended up being like four and a half hours. And I was like, stay out. So I was like staying up to like one thirty to edit all the episodes and like i didn't even like bother processing like the audio and stuff right like i didn't even bother like going through and like cutting things out or whatever i was just like video intro outro process let's go and then you know they would process overnight and then when i got to work the next day i would get up or when i woke up the next day i would upload the videos uh i would get up like at like 45 minutes before i really had to to upload the videos i was getting like three hours of sleep a night maybe during e3 that year <laughs> and then that sunday when we were closed and like at for work and i got to sleep in i think i slept till like 11 o'clock that day i was like oh my gosh this is the greatest thing <laughs> man i don't know how you did not blow your brains out <laughs> oh, man probably because i couldn't find a gun and with, <laughs> oh jesus don't say that no, yeah probably with my luck i would have missed uh or <laughs> messed up and would have ended up like uh britney spears in that south park episode um <laughs> you're gonna say bob from eight mile or something oh god oh <laughs> wow <laughs> eight mile though man that's a movie uh <laughs> and britney murphy I, I like I'm... she needs a shower in that movie it'll just like just I, I just want to like wash you, but not in like a sexual way. Just like you are just the dirtiest we're gonna, person. We're gonna stop you there. We're gonna stop you there. We gotta stop you there. I'm just gonna save you now because yeah. the the virtual gun of your words is popping off right now, that's and fair. you're gonna feel the backlash. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, we're gonna stop you there. Sounds like you did a great job. I feel happy for you. I feel pumped yeah. for you. So I'm glad you're out of that space. Yeah. So yeah, I mean the thing is too with the job that I have now is like my wife actually encouraged me to apply for this job and i thought i was severely underqualified and you know now and look at you now i know man, she was like i can't see this guy going through this and yeah. i don't want to get yelled at for socks <laughs> uh, no i just have more energy to yell about socks now uh. <laughs> when it was too early in the morning you know what the hell you're putting on it could have yeah. been ugh boots uh, you i remember <laughs> i remember one time i was so tired that i put i put flip-flops on with my work stuff like could have been worse walked out the door and i was like oh my gosh i put flip-flops on and then i i looked at my feet and i like when i got to work i looked in the back of my car and i was like well, good thing I have this like emergency pack here with like tennis shoes in it, and I wore I just put them on. I'm like, look, guys, Could I forgot worse. my work shoes today. I'm wearing these. Yeah. You're not gonna stop me. Wait, didn't you work in an auto shop, man? Like, wow, like <laughs> I did. Oh boy, um, I've had a bunch of jobs. I've had a bunch of jobs. You know, 
but you know, up to this point now and stuff, and 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 I can find bad things with every with every single one of them. But I think I think the very first job I had, which I was um I was in I was in the Navy for six years. That was the very first job I had right out of high school and stuff like that. And um I grew up a military kid, so you know I knew I wanted to join the military. Like uh, but you know like it was supposed to be Army because my dad was a soldier and stuff like that, and I wanted to like kind of be like my dad, you know. But my dad was like, no, don't join the Army because he was afraid mm-hmm. that I might wind up in infantry or something, or you know like or you know like riding tanks or whatnot, which you know in hindsight writing tank sounds kind of cool but you know <laughs> uh yeah so i joined the navy um i was in the navy for six years um i, I went through yeah, nuclear propulsion school um and uh and ultimately like um i did i did not make it to um i did not make it to prototype school so like i wound up not becoming a full-fledged nuke like they call it um and i just wound up going to the fleet as a as a regular like engineer like an electrician and and honestly you know like I grew up, I, I grew up, this is, this is back, this is back in, um, I, like, I grew up in the 80s, so, you know, like, you know, in that time, in that, in that period of time, it was, it was like, it was, it's not about, it's not about who you know, it's, it's what you know, like, you know, in the workforce, and stuff like that, you know, like, basically, like, the merit of your work, you know, is what's, is what's going to take you far and get you advanced in your career and stuff like that. Uh, I joined when I was coming into the military, though, the military was deciding they want to shift to being more political, you know, like political correctness was a thing um, and stuff like that. So, you know, like I get in and, you know, like it's it's a completely different game, you know, like for me, like, you know, like I'm 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 training. I'm training for first base and now they had and they threw me in outfield, you know, something like that, you know. Um, so. So, yeah. So, you know, like, you know, I get in, you know, stuff like that, you know, like I'm not having the best time. But, you know, at the same time, the military is like, you know, like, hey, like if you feel like what you're doing right now isn't the best fit for you, like just come talk to like a career counselor and, and we'll uh, and we'll see about getting you like like place or, you know, like we'll we'll see about getting you where you want to be and stuff like that. So, yeah, I tried I tried that route and then come to find out, you know, like like apparently like, you know, like doing it is fine. But, you know, once once your company or division finds out you're trying to do that oh you're like you're like scum at that point and you know like the job got very terrible for me really fast you know stuff like that i i wanted to get passed over for promotions and advancements and stuff like that just just for the simple fact is i just wanted to i wanted to stay in the military i just wanted to get out of where i was at and stuff like that so yeah like um it was one of those situations and um and you know like back then i was like yeah i could easily do 20 years and get a pension you know like i i don't mind like serving my country and stuff like that because i grew up you know with with with, with family members that you know set an example for that stuff but you, yeah the military was definitely like not the not the institution i thought it was going to be by the time i got to it and stuff like that um so yeah that's honestly my worst job like like uh it, it's it's crazy to think you know like like the one the one major takeaway i had from it was um was that you know like all I had to do was basically get through that first enlistment I would have got new orders to get to a different command post and stuff like that and it probably would have turned around right there but I was so traumatized by what was what happened to me at that point that I was like no nah, I got to get out because I can't I can't do four more years of this <laughs> yeah wow. um That's also fair. also there's a, there's a, also one other story like I tell I tell friends that you know have, either have kids they're thinking about joining the military you know stuff like that is a uh, is I tell them my story and then I always tell them like, you know, like of all the times for, for a teenage boy to not listen to their parents, that was it. <laughs> that was it. I should have been like, fuck you. I'm doing what I want to do. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's my story. But, but I, I feel like every job I've had with the exception of the job I have now has been really shitty. Though. Well, it has shitty qualities. Because like I, I, I worked for GameStop for, for eight years and whoo. 
Ooh, that sounds like a whole other topic. For sure. Like I, I started on the bottom floor and we made it up to management. Ooh, oh my god, man, this sounds like a this sounds like we should revisit this topic at some point. Like yeah. when I worked at the rest, yes. the restaurant I used yeah. to work at, it was like, oh my god, do I have stories for that? Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm passing the mic now. <laughs> yeah. Um, who wants to go next? Chase, you want to go next? Yeah. I mean. I just have different experiences, but the one that I can think about is the the job that <clears throat> mostly I I broke mentally was working at Lens Crafters, and it was because oh. they they had me. They started out; they were good with my schedule. It was in school, and I got the job by how I dressed. We used to dress in suits and just wherever I went. And the, the eye doctor was like, "Where do you work?" And I'm like. I'm actually looking for work. <laughs> and they were like, oh, you want to work here? I'm like, cool. So I I, worked, I started out in the lab. But then when they brought me out to the retail floor is when shit just got real. And they, the whole pressure of sales and making quotas and all these other things and trying to fill your time. And I mean, I did everything underneath the moon to try to at least go to that job with integrity until by not just imposing things on people that they just didn't want to buy. And they were like, you got to make the sales quota. You got to do this. You got to do that. And just the it just felt ostracized because when i left the lab because everyone else was mostly like really hungry for those positions to kind of make their sales quotas and do things but then there was this like family talk but other people would get like birthday cakes and things like that and my birthday came around and i was chopped liver and oh, wow. one of the nice people that you could probably could meet and so Ooh. it just didn't even make sense to continue you know the, the efforts yeah. and then one day i get like a letter yeah. from the 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 like client and say like your one of your workers is really great chase he did a really great job he didn't force the lenses on this and i was thinking like thank you someone gets the message that i'm not trying to just mm-hmm. push this stuff on people i'm just trying to do my job and go home at the end of the day and so yeah i would have to say that's just my my experience mm. man yeah sales jobs are tough i mean yeah it's just i mean they are what they are right but i mean it's just i don't know i feel like they should reevaluate how those work sometimes yeah definitely not going back there but yeah can tell you what your glasses <laughs> look like <laughs> from <there. laughs> uh, stephanie you wanna Whew. um i've definitely had some experiences at a supermarket when i had my first job as a teenager but more so a retail pharmacy worst mm type of job ever even as a pharmacist because i started working out uh, working at a cvs as an intern or a tech that sucked but even as a pharmacist it still sucked ranging from as a pharmacist even though corporate says you get a break you don't get no lunch break you rarely get time to pee um i've had medical complications because i didn't have the time or was allowed to really use the bathroom and stuff like that and um you know, it's a thankless job. I've had customers that will get mad if you don't feel they're narcotic, even though the script might be fake or they're feeling it early. Then they'll scream and knock all the items off the shelves. We had people lock themselves in the bathroom trying to OD on cough syrup. We found a loaded gun in the bathroom. We saw someone OD in the parking lot. I had someone flip out on me because they didn't have an ID on them to purchase syringes. It just goes on and on. 
I've had someone say, I'd like to speak to the pharmacist. And I go, hi, I'm the pharmacist. And he goes, <laughs> are you the pharmacist? I said, yes. And he, he just bursts out laughing. He goes, no, no, no. I want to speak to the, the male pharmacist. He knows what he's talking what? about. Mm, this is, mm-mm. that's, that's tough. You know, yeah. you know, you know, it's, it's, it's wild. It's wild that someone would say that because I feel like, I feel like I trust, I trust female medical practitioners more than I, more than I trust male practitioners. And I have a very good doctor right now. Hey, my doctor, he's, he's pretty awesome, you know, but I always feel like, I feel like a female practitioner just, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's because I, I prefer like a softer touch, you know, if that, if that makes sense. <laughs> Sometimes when we touch, he just had the balls to then continue to ask for my help. Like he just showed me his foot and asked me to diagnose what was on his foot. I'm like, maybe I'll just let you speak to the male pharmacist. He might have a better idea of what's on your foot. Um, I've had people but you like know those lady feet are way different than them man. Yes, feet. yep, totally. Different. Yeah, we're completely different. Um, birth control horror stories, uh, where. They, uh, a girl tried to fill them um, half a month early. And as you know, birth control comes you know, a month at a time, usually. And you're like, you know. Wait, 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 wait. wait. How did she go through her birth control so fast? Okay. Well, <laughs> let me get to the punchline. So, you know, it's like, you're still like two weeks early. Um, have you been taking it once a day? She goes, oh, yeah. My boyfriend and I each take one once a day. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I'm positive. That's it. I'm on that. <laughs> stuff like that. And uh. it just, I could go on and on, but just stuff like that. And <laughs> chase it. Chase. <laughs> oh my God. He's going to chase out. <laughs> I was like, I you... was not ready for that one. I was like, your boyfriend might want to get checked. <laughs> this is before they this... made the. This sounds like something that's made up for the internet, but I, but I, but because it's coming out of your mouth, I know it's true. It's real life. Mm-hmm. I'm telling. Someday I will write that book. I guess I'll throw just like one more out there just for shits and giggles. Um, I opened up a brand new store uh, where the New England Patriots play, and corporate's like, "Oh, you should get a gift basket for your first customer." I'm like, "All right, that's cheesy, but whatever." So I got like some gift basket for the first customer. Opening day, first thing in the morning, this lady comes in. All she wants is Plan B. She had a crazy awesome. night, a little whoopsie, and I'm like. Congratulations! Here's a gift basket. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just a oh. weird thing to say. Congratulations, and here's your plan B. And then, then she's but she took it in stride. She wanted me to take a picture of her with the gift basket. So I guess she's all right. Okay, she was a, she was a trooper. <laughs> yeah, you don't know the story behind that plan B, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was like she this is be, my consolation. This is my yeah, consolation she, prize for last night. She dodged in some bullets. Well, I guess she didn't, maybe, but oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, bad. This, this is the best episode of After Dark in a while. Yeah, a while. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my God! Does anyone have a really quick one like they want to add to this, or are no, we done? The rest of mine are really long, and we'll probably oh, take an good. entire episode. I, I can give you another pharmacy anecdote, but it has to do with birth control, just because my yeah. mind is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let, let, let it rip. It's literally like a one-line punchline. A uh, woman was wondering why it wasn't really necessarily working. 
she and it's the oral birth control pills she had been inserting them through a different orifice (laughs) (laughs) i heard some people so stupid yeah i know right (laughs) just peace out yeah. <laughs> well, everyone, that's going to do it for this edition of Boss Rush After Dark. Oh my God, uh, Chase! I, uh, Chase, we want to we want to give you a big thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, it was it was definitely a pleasure to have you here with, with us on the show. Uh, before we head out, let everyone know where they can find you at, please. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, you can catch me in person <laughs> no just kidding i'm at chase with thea on twitter and if you're interested in checking out some of my work would love to have the followers on spotify and title and listen and check out my work on youtube as well so thank you so much i really appreciate you having me ron stephanie Corey. it's been it's been a blast That's a somebody's, good gonna be, somebody's gonna be looking for you at, at lens crafters now i i guarantee it <laughs> look on it ain't gonna be me i ain't, I ain't there <laughs> Keep looking. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. So on behalf of uh, Corey and Stephanie here, I just want to go ahead and sign this off. Uh, Thanks again for checking out Boss Rush After Dark, the Oscar and the podcast show for the Boss Rush Network. And remember, this is the place where we talk about the stuff that's not always content appropriate for our other anchor shows here on the network. So uh, we love you and you guys have a good night. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, everybody.